Hot take. Watermelon's terrible. That's stupid. Well, I'm like actually peeved about that because like it's so it's just refreshing. It's water, summer, good times. That's the problem. I just want water. <laughs> I don't want I don't like, want none of that melon in my yeah. water. I do have frozen watermelon. Like slushy, like icy. Well no no, like, just like chunks of watermelon frozen and then put in the freezer. What? I don't know that I have. It's like a delicious ice cube. A sweet ice cube. I don't like flavored water either. So maybe that's why. I, I don't think watermelon's flavored water, but it is. Like to me, it's not much different than celery. I freaking wow. love celery. I don't like <laughs> celery. What? This is episode 46 of Three Losers in a Truth Podcast. Uh, today I wanted to talk about um, a time that somebody in our lives showed us God's love, uh, whatever that might look like to one of us. Um, God's love is obviously hard to encapsulate or summarize, which is why there are about 66 books in our Bible trying to do that. Um, and so I thought it might be cool to kind of reflect on some times in our lives with somebody um, outside of our like immediate family, because I feel like that's an easy choice for somebody like me. Um, kind of showed us some form of that. Um, so First John 4.19 tells us that um, we love because God loved us first. Um, so we should be compelled to like love people in almost like in a rational way mm. or like irrational is not exactly the word I'm looking for, but like it seems kind of stupid to the world, like the way we're supposed to love people who totally don't deserve it, you know. Um, um, but because he, God loved us while we were viewed as enemies of him. So um a lot of the time, people's first encounter with God is when, like, a Christian or even a non-Christian um, showed them some kind of, like, selfless, undeserved love. Um, so I just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about that. Like, what's a, what's a time in your life that somebody kind of treated you in a way where you're like, that was really selfless. Yeah. And, like, they were behaving in a way that was really loving. I like your, your use of the word irrational. Thank you. I was I was questioning using a rational. I do. I mean, it's like that it brings up the idea of like the other turning your cheek to me, which I appreciate. Yeah. Not the exact same idea, but similar mentality. So I I, I approve. Tyler Page stamp of approval. <laughs> I'm not gonna zoom in on that. <laughs> so irrational love, though. So in your note, you wrote just church leadership. Dot dot. What does that mean? Okay. Well, you're calling me out here. There was <laughs> there was kind of a story there, but um, I don't really have much of a specific story as if it's it's kind of more like i really value like small conversations right and I, that's when i feel the most the most i don't know what the word is i get the most love um there's a word there i can't think of it but um like just in small conversations in stories and i love complaining to like an unhealthy extreme it's like my passion and as both of you know, spiritual it's, gift. it's my spiritual gift. gift. I, um, I'm irrational at complaining. <laughs> but so like I was reminded of this time that like there was a like a church leader who I like was notoriously known. Um, we would just complain to each other for hours and hours and hours on end. And I was just reminded of like, oh, like he would always kind of like try to be helpful as well and kind of give some advice and, you know, was pragmatic and stuff like that. But it was just always like so refreshing to like go to that conversation without an agenda. And like, it was just like, Oh, like this is dumb. This is terrible. Right. And it was of course like, okay, like how do we solve that? What do we do? Like kind of 
accomplishing those goals. Um, and so like just that was the first thing that came to my mind was like it's, even though it's like super small, like it's not something that I think like wasn't some big moment where somebody you know like saved me by jumping off a train or something. Like, there was no like risk of personal injury on either parties. I just think it was like a level of like there was no agenda. It was like being vulnerable about their issues with the church or the people or life, right? It was just like a very I think it's humanizing. Yeah. Right. And especially with church leadership too. Like it's like I was on, I was on staff at the point when uh, when I was thinking of a particular story, but so like it was kind of like oh like I was pretty new I was I was, still, I was like what eighteen nineteen like not like that was that long ago but it was still like the watch tells the ears <laughs> um, it does actually but yeah so like it wasn't like this super big moment right it was just like church leadership is sometimes daunting as you were saying and I think. That like just being yeah humanizing that relationship was super crucial and um, yeah I mean I think that's probably you know, of course there's other moments in life but that was the first one that came to my mind was that like a lot of times I feel like sometimes church leaderships is it like afraid to be like super vulnerable and like be like oh actually like I do have some problems with that and like that's really that's difficult for me and, like but also like the pushback to be like no like I chose that and that's the reason why I did that um, and, and I don't know that's just to me. Was was meant a lot. Yeah. Right. That's all I got. For church leadership. Dot dot dot. <laughs> there's a lot in those dots. There's a lot. There's, there's a, a lot. lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally get that. I think that's a really good example. Because, like you said, it's not always this big valiant feat. Mm. Like sometimes it's just validating. Can yeah. Be yeah. Yeah. It's a fantastic way to describe that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think similarly for me, it's like being kind of similar like being given a chance when i know that there's somebody else more qualified mm -hmm. or could do things in a different way than me like um like when i talk about i got accepted to umass as a clarinet major and i found out later on that i was i'm not good at all <laughs> my professor straight up told me he's like yeah you played your audition piece in the wrong key and um you didn't sound very good at all actually <laughs> uh, yeah, I played. Did you not transpose it? Well, it's so it's originally written for the A clarinet. Oh, I, I don't yeah. own an A clarinet, so I played it on a B flat clarinet. <laughs> and and so, this was your audition for to get in to get into college. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> this is like the most famous piece that every clarinet is to know, and I played so it the wrong. Yeah, and, it's sad. I would apologize that I'm laughing, but that is hysterical. Oh, it's wicked funny. Yeah, but like just the fact that he he told me he's like I saw like potential in you, and that phrase meant a lot to me like he took a chance on me knowing like, he could have accepted many other students who were already better at the clarinet um who knew what they were doing probably knew what key the piece was supposed to be <laughs> um owned an a clarinet yeah owned had money to buy an a clarinet things like that um just being given a chance and he wasn't a christian or anything um and then there are multiple examples i can think of but another one i thought of is when i was doing prison ministry I was talking to these guys and like half of them are in there from murder and like violent crimes and I was introducing myself and I was like I I don't know what I really have to offer you guys like I've had a pretty easy life mm. I've never been incarcerated or in trouble with the law aside from some speeding tickets <laughs> you know <laughs> um I I know I have no experience with prison ministry and like one of the guys said to me he's like we need somebody like you mm. and to me that just meant a lot cuz it was it was kind of what you were saying, where it's validating. Yeah. And he, he's like, we need somebody who hasn't made those mistakes. <laughs> and 
there are definitely people who with more prison experience either as a prisoner or like somebody ministering but like just to be given that chance to be heard was like i don't know it's weird to hear it like that an example about being loved came from a murderer but that's the crazy thing about the gospel i guess (laughs) yeah i was gonna say i'm both surprised and not yeah (laughs) just goes to show you they too are human yeah and it was very humanizing to like shake hands with a guy who might have taken a life. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you said earlier, it's like, oh, like someone that's not in your immediate family, and I was just like, schmucks, did I like not read that in the notes? Um, oh, you can do that. That's, oh, okay. That was well, for me, because like, I'm wicked close to my family, and it right. would have been like, well, my parents love me. Like, yeah. I've said that a million times yeah. on the podcast. I, I just find it so. funny because you're just like, oh, someone who's not your immediate family, and nothing like any like a valiant deed or anything. And I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm just like, I'm not talking about my mom. Oh, no, please do. You're but also, what that was like did. a self restraint. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I was going to say, what I perceived, what she did, I perceived at the time as a valiant deed. Um, so, as some of you guys know, my dad's a pastor and my mom loves Jesus a lot. Um, and there was my dad. So, this is also kind of controversial because, like, I, I don't know how people feel to this day about, like, you know, like, oh, what's the word? Like, not corporal punishment, but like when like kids get spanked or like hit. Oh yeah, there's a phrase for that. Um, I forget what it is. Yeah, but um, that uh, dicey, right? Um, in, in this day and culture, it was a different time. <laughs> yes. Um, so my parents, for me, um, they used to hit me with not like with a okay. Wow, that sounds bad. Don't clip that. Um, <laughs> so to rewind a little bit whenever i did something wrong my parents would punish me right and the way that they did it they had this fly swatter that was from asia i still remember to this day like it's like a rubber handle the the actual like shaft of it was made up of this woven braided polyester like really flexible material um and then there was a pleather hand shaped thing so as you can tell this is like super bougie for a fly swatter (laughs) Um, when i was a little kid i had like they had different color ones so i pretend they were my lightsabers so i run around the house like (laughs) fly swatters but anywho, not only did I use them as lightsabers, my parents used them as like the, the means of punishing me, um, either to hit me in the butt or the one I hated the most, hitting me in the hands. They were just like, oh, we're gonna, I'm going to hit you in the hands like one or two or three times. Um, as a little kid of the young age of four or five, I'm horrified, right? It's like, I don't want that. It hurts. It, it's like you see it coming and you're just like, no! Um, so as a little kid, when I was a single child, I used to piss off my dad. Um, just because I felt like it. Um, I didn't have a younger sister to piss off at the time. Um, and I remember like, one day I pissed off my dad really badly. And then he was like, I'm going to have to punish you. And mind you, so he grabbed the fly swatter. In Chinese, we call it the Aishing Bang. Um, Aishing Bang. So Aishing means <laughs> I means love. Xing means heart. So it literally meant like loving heart like stick um, so my parents were kind of creative in that sense i'll be like they're like oh like we love you that's why we hit you and i'm just like ah um <laughs> i remember i ran into my parents room after my dad got pissed he went to go find the aishin bong because like i don't know i think i hit it because i was a clever kid um not clever enough because he did find it so he's like he has it. he's about to storm back in to hit me and i hide under my parents blankets because that's what i do because that's you know that's what i saw in the movies i'm like we're hiding the blankets under the covers um and my mom was just like what did you do and i don't remember what i did um i remember explaining to her and she's like you know what i'll take the punishment for you Ooh. And I remember my mom, I was like hiding behind my mom and my mom put her hands out and then my dad was just like, well, 
at the time, my dad was just like, oh, oh I'll play along with this. <laughs> so he, he was like, my mom was like, put her hands out. And she's like, I'll take the punishment for you. And then my dad was just like, what's her? And of course, like, he's not going to hit his wife like that hard. So like, yeah. for me, it was just like, oh, why'd you do that, mom? But yeah, that was like, thinking back, I'm just like, that was very loving. It still mm-hmm. sticks to me, with me this, to this day. Dude, I'm getting a little choked up. That was that was good. <laughs> Parenting at its finest? I don't know. They just ripped off of each other for that one. That's all of parenting. Isn't it? Right. right. That's yeah. true. As the three of us. As, as, as great parents. parents. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. That's a terrible idea. That's not. <laughs> Who trust us? We, we don't have to just declare. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's awesome. That's literally what Jesus did. It's like, let me take that punishment for you. Right? Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's super cool. That like, I don't know, that caught me off guard. <laughs> I guess I didn't read your script notes very well. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, script notes? Yeah. Script notes. Script notes. Yeah. No, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's good to just, did you realize at the time mm-hmm. that was loving, I guess? Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hold on. I'm like five, four years old. So actually, it's funny that like, you're like, oh, that's what Jesus did, right? My parents were just like, my mom was just like, I remember I was like, mom, like, why are you doing this? And my mom's like, I'm doing this because this is what Jesus did, right? So of course, my parents and they're like, ha 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 ha, like showing God's love in this instance. Um, but for me, I'm just like, oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> um, but the reason why I'm talking about it is because, yeah, it still sticks with me. I think like as I grew older, like that moment always stuck out to me because it was just bizarre, right? My mom... Well, again, for me, it was just like the most horrifying thing, right? Getting hit by this icing bong fly swatter. But for my mom, she was just like, oh, I'll take the hit for you. And I'm just like, why would you do that? That yeah. is an awful thing to be done to you. Mm-hmm. And yet you were willing to do that. But yeah, the fact, I mean, they also just blatantly said like, we do this because Jesus did it for us. Stuck with me. But I think looking back, I'm just like, it was selfless, right? Mm-hmm. Even for like a little kid, it's just like, he was horrified. Was he hit under the covers. He was just like, I don't want to get hit. And yet his mother of all people who had nothing to do with this was just like, I'll do, I'll take it for you. So I think reflecting down the road, I was just like, wow, that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I, I think I appreciated it because I was an adult when both of those happened. Oh, the, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I appreciate that. That's nice of you. But not like looking back on it, I didn't realize just how much of an impact that it made on me, I guess. Right. Of being like, oh wow, somebody really took a chance mm-hmm. on me. <laughs> I think small things as well, you don't necessarily notice. I mean, like, I, when I had a conversation, I was like, I was, I was like, yeah, I was good to rant, but I didn't think it was going to be like, you know, something I would even remember. Right. Yeah. And it's weird what sticks out in your mind yeah. when you look back to it. Like, why do I remember that moment? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I that. yeah. No, it's, it's weird. Yeah. No, I think that's a, that's a great point. Yeah. yeah. I don't have anything to say. That was weird. That was that also was weird. weird. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's good, though, to just look back on these kind of things. and God is working even when you don't see it or notice it in the moment. And I think a lot of it's kind of sobering and frustrating because a lot of times you can't realize it or don't realize it until you look back. So, I don't know. Maybe we should just make more time to look back and think about all the times we were shown love by people, even if they didn't realize it. Maybe these people we're talking about didn't even realize that's what they were doing. Oh, well, my parents right. definitely knew what they yeah. were doing. That's, I, I, that's like, yeah, it's like textbook. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I don't think in our cases, I mean, maybe they did. I don't know. Right. But, like, I, I mean, the world might never know. But I, like, I don't think that 
to them, they probably don't remember. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, I, I don't know your clarinet professor, but Correct, I'd, I'd but assume he's seen a lot of students. They, I don't know if it's a man. Oh, They've yeah. seen a lot of students. So, like, they, they might not remember that, but for you, that was a pinnacle moment. And, right. like, my immediate response is like, oh, but, like, I'm important. Why don't they remember me? But also, like, also, like, it's weird to think that, like, something that's important to you, I know this is empathy 101, but <laughs> something that's important to you is not necessarily important to somebody else. Yeah. And so, like, and that's like kind of difficult to like wrap my mind around, like especially when he lived at that point three times longer than I've right. been alive and has seen some stuff, you know. So he, like you said, he probably didn't remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, so that's part of our compulsion, I think. To we should do that for other people since we can always come up with examples of people doing that for us. So mm-hmm. yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. I don't know if I can say something else. No, that's. I think we're good. I think that's. That, I think that was good. That was a good out. That scared me. That was good. <laughs> I don't know. Am I good? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Make sure to check out some of our other videos. They are great. I might be biased, but watch them anyways. Make sure to also check in the description below this video. Use the little scroll to go down there, and you will see all our links. Make sure to check out the end notes for this episode. Also, please follow us on social media. Let us know what's up. Tell us hi. Make fun of us. We don't mind. All right, thanks for watching. I guess we'll see you later. Ha, ha, ha.